Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I am your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master Scorecaster Dragon Rider, and of course we have Smarms! So, ooh, first, Hello. E- first episode back after after the expansion, we did our... Yeah set review which was a long and arduous process as it always is we love doing it but it is also four plus hours of recording every time so turns out there's a lot of cards yeah and now we have at least 10 to 15 more yep yep expansion (laughs) now yeah exactly so it's uh things get intense real quick these days (laughs) Uh, we just but... need to learn how to talk like super fast. Next time, we should just be like, "This card's a four. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, next. <laughs> we'll each practice our well... auctioneer thing. <laughs> See how well that goes. This card, forty five, forty five. I love it. Okay, but first, let's go over uh, the poll question we had two weeks ago before our set review. So, Dragon Rider, you want to go over that poll question? Yes. So. Yeah, before we did our set review, uh, we were still kind of in the midst of card reveals. And when we recorded that episode, at that point, there were only um, four classes that had uh, like all 10 of their set cards revealed. So we asked which of the classes that had all of their cards revealed were you most excited for? We had 22 votes. So thank you to everyone who voted. Uh, we had, it was Priest, Warrior, Shaman, and Paladin. Now, uh, Priest and Shaman were uh, tied kind of at the lower end at 18.2% each. Uh, so, you know, some interest there. Then it bumped up 273 of the votes went to Paladin. And then 36.4% were excited for Warrior. Now... I don't know. We're, we're definitely going to talk about <laughs> the expansion, what we've been seeing and all that uh, as our main topic. But I don't feel like I've seen a whole ton of warrior. And, you know, of course, those were before all of the classes got their full reveals. But it's it's always kind of a bummer when you see the people who are like super excited for a certain class. And then it'd be like, well, that's still not a class really so sorry about it like oh <laughs> i mean you could still play warrior it's just um if you don't draw good in your opener then gonna have a bad time <laughs> uh but alas but, yeah. yeah but so that was it so again thank you to everyone who voted and of course we will have another poll question at the end of this episode Exactly. So let's jump into the news. And we actually have a a fair bit of news this week. Um, First up, patch 25.0.3 releases with changes to standard and only two real changes to speak of. Sire Denathrius and Shockspitter both got nerfed. Um, So... Sire Denathria's text is the same, except for his infuse is now infuse two. So you have to so you have to have two minions die for every one damage Sire Denathrius will do. And Shockspitter goes up from uh two mana to three mana, 
were either you surprised by these these changes and how quickly they came down the the pipeline? Not necessarily surprised. I was, however, very sad because I had just gotten my like beast shock spitter deck all ready to go, finally feeling comfortable with it. Literally the next day before I have any time to like play with it again, it's like nerfed. And I knew I wasn't good enough with that deck on my own to like, you know, uh, adapt to the change, let's say. So I was a little bit, um, sad. And then as far as like Sire Denathrius, I guess I was kind of surprised at the timing. It's like, we, we've waited on this for so long and now we rush into it at like the first, you know, few days of this expansion. I don't know. Yeah, I will say they did kind of note that they wanted to make those changes quickly um, to get those implemented uh, and give people in the world championship this coming weekend time to be able to, you know, play test and adjust and stuff after those. So I'm kind of glad that they did them at that point and not waiting. Cause like, I feel like in a lot of the masters tours when they've done nerfs and stuff ahead of time, it'll be like, yeah, you know, like the tournament starts on Friday and then they'll make changes on like Monday Wednesday. Tuesday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then the beginning of the week. like Thursday night or something is like, uh. yeah. So, I totally you know, see that. That's not an issue that I have to worry about. So, like, it's not it's yes. something that I've thought about. <laughs> yeah. So, it's definitely interesting that they did decide to just make those couple of changes. Uh, I think there was a note as well uh, on Twitter from one of the devs basically saying that, like, this is kind of a unique cadence, like a unique little patch and adjustment that they did. Um, pretty much essentially that they wanted to get those couple of changes before the the world championship um, and that they're still planning on doing like the usual kind of like two week out balance patch and stuff. So kind of interesting. I, I'm glad that we got that insight at least. Um, I'm surprised, like you said, that it took this long to nerf Denathrius. <laughs> I know, you know, Denathrius... Theatar, Bran, I feel like are, are all like three cards that I feel like are like very hotly debated about their nerfs or if they should or should not be <laughs> nerfed or changed or, you know, anything. So I don't know. I, I feel like we talked about that like two months ago, though, like <laughs> that change. I feel like um, what the like why Denathrius finally got hit was because Anubricon like the fact that you can do, you could do so much more damage in a single turn because of a Nubricon. You could do the, uh, I can never remember the two mana cost cards name. The, uh, the legend, uh, Astalor. Yeah, Astalor. You can literally Astalor for 64 damage and still have a, a board space for double Denathrius. So, like, uh, is, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's bad, but it's funny. And so, like, I am way more inclined to keep something funny. And But, you know, this is why I'm not in charge of things. <sighs> yes, exactly. Uh, you know, I will say, somebody actually still beat me with that today. After yeah. After the Denathrius nerf. I was like, oh my, like... They just started, and then they played Bran, and then Anubricon, and then just, like, went to town and played stuff. And I was like, and then Denathrius came out, 
and they yeah they played the Astalor bodies so then they got two of them and I was like holy crap like it it was a huge OTK and it was like literally there was nothing I could have done to play around that I'm like okay well that just happened luckily yeah. I've only seen that once because that that was really not fun to play against I mean it's still the same like ramp druid package like it was doing that before the um before the nurse and it doesn't like um the Astor is still very like that doesn't change like that's still extremely viable to do in a single turn to throw out 64 damage split also i got to do that to a paladin today in cariel form and it's just like oh the weapon literally means nothing it's like oh that's cute uh what's half of one rounded up is it still one because it's still gonna do 32 damage to you I love it. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, well, be carry all all you want, because you're still going to (laughs) die. Honestly, I'm glad, because Cariel is literally the bane of my existence. I know, Dom, that you're such a huge fan of Paladin, but, like, literally every time they pull that out, I'm like, I hate it here. Like, even if I win, it's like, "Mm, I'm going to just slog through this. It is literally the most irritating card to play against. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that. But it, yeah, I, I love Paladin, but yeah, it's even I'm like, all right, this card needs to just like go. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like if you pack a Rust Viper, like that is the most satisfying we- weapon in the history of Hearthstone to break. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right, that's cool. Uh, the movable object is now destroyed, so... <laughs> Guess it wasn't that immovable. <laughs> now we can go back to regular game. Exactly. So, all right. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of shocked um, that Denathrius finally got hit. I feel like it should have happened a while ago, but I kind of understand why they did it at this point in time. So, okay. Then we have Wintervale returns to Hearthstone on twelve twenty one. So there's there was a big long post um on the Hearthstone site. Um, so we'll link that in the notes uh, the show description. But log on to the shop right now to claim ten free packs, two from each expansion sets in standard that aren't March of the Lich King. So two of everything up to March of the Lich King. So pretty cool. Um, there's a new battle bash. Uh, everyone gets one bash free. So if you remember during the um, All Hallows event, um, it's it's 10 bucks to enter and every top four finish, you get another bash on the like prize wall. And this is in Battlegrounds. I should, I should say this. This is in Battlegrounds. And you get... One prize for free. You get one prize for free, and then every top four, if you spend, if you spend the ten dollars or the thousand rune stones, um, you get another bash for every top four finish you take. So you can unlock everything for ten bucks, but you have to keep playing, um, battlegrounds. So, uh, and then we have a new Sylvan. What? Go ahead, Smart. I'm sorry. I was just saying you ha- you said you have to keep playing Battlegrounds like it was some form of punishment, and I just thought that was a hilarious <laughs> way to phrase that. That's all. Not like content related, just just the kicks and giggles. 
Well, I enjoy yeah. playing Battlegrounds, so I mean. Okay, good. Yes. I'm glad yeah. to hear that, but it's not actually it's, punishment for you. I, yeah. I think we talked about it when the when they like announced the first one. It's it's kind of that weird juxtaposition of like you have to spend money but also play and get top fours. Like it's not just like play some battlegrounds, like you have to place top four to even get the you know, the bash chance and then then it's random and it's like so it's like a weird thing. So I, I feel like that's <laughs> where you're coming from with the phrasing of like mm-hmm. you pay for it and then like you have to keep playing and getting top fours to like get the prizes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. But if you watch the um the last uh um Battlegrounds event, you got to see all the, the strikes and everything. The last um, why is the lobby uh, legends lobby legends? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to see all the strikes and the boards and all the cool stuff that um comes with it. So it's it's definitely it's definitely cool. And if you're if you're a battlegrounds player, it's it ten bucks and you get all these that you know you get all this cosmetic stuff if you'd want it. So it's it doesn't add or detract anything from the game, but it's. It feels like a cool thing. These like I've enjoying the way they're doing these things and it like encourages you to keep playing. So like I think it's a a cool way to unlock some aesthetics. It does cost you ten bucks to enter, but I mean Yeah. That's a lot of aesthetics that they've normally charged like ten bucks for a board. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm I'm completely fine with that. I feel like that's like a fair a totally fair um price for what what you what you can potentially pull out if you get everything if you get what like how many there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. nine it looks like oh no it is ten it is ten sorry okay. i i can't count um so yeah so you have to you have to win you have to top four nine times to get everything so it's just cool. I I think it's cool, and the, the 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 I love the my favorite thing. My favorite cosmetic are the strikes, like so. Strikes like, are fun. Yeah. So like, the, it's definitely the um the candy cane uh uh Wintervale themed strikes are very cool. So now I'm uh, excited to go check it out. I haven't seen the newest one that they're put in the bash, but that sounds fun. Oh, it, it's it's very fun. Go go check it out. <laughs> I don't um I don't remember. Can you gift the the battle bashlings? I think you can, right? Or uh, is it only? I know I saw some creators giving it away, but I don't know if that was like an actual code from Blizzard. I don't know if you can gift it can to other people or not. Gift everything. I don't oh, know. Also, I would you assume that you could gift everything. Like <laughs> that's. That's the best way to make the most you, money. Like you cannot gift runestones. Correct is the only thing that I. You know. might yeah, be able. I can't you say might how be able that to could gift be like money laundering. You might be able to gift it in the store. That would be in the shop in the client, um, in the BattleNet client, I should say. Um, uh, but I don't know. But okay. also, I just reread when you get access, you get two hammer swings on access too so you get three hammer swings right out the gate if you go for it so you only have to finish seven times in the top four so to get honestly if you 
yeah. play all the time and are addicted. That's not. It's not. That's not asking a lot. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Like you generally have a quest um, to. Uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, um, to finish top top five or top four in battlegrounds most weeks, I I get that quest. So like, I play at least like five or six, maybe a few more battlegrounds every week. So yeah. Okay, let's continue on. We have a new Sylvanas portrait. Um, it is a uh, it's a legendary three D bundle. With five hundred packs in the sh in the shop, you can buy it with either uh, it's twenty five hundred runestones or twenty four ninety nine. So this is like one of those um, legendary um, packs or skins, like that new Arthas one they offered before the set came out. So like that three D animated style, it's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool cosmetic. So um, honestly. No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No. I was going to say, typically, I don't go for cosmetic stuff, but, like, I love Sylvanas, so even though I don't necessarily care about five hunter packs, I'm thinking about going for this one. I think it'll be, like, the first purely cosmetic thing that I've gotten. Cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of the cool, like, these 3D yeah. portraits are definitely, like, the, like, animated, like, diamond cards, like, they move like that, so it's, like... Or they even move more, so it's it's they definitely put a lot of effort into it. So, yeah. And if you're if you're all like on the fence or you're not sure, I love that they've been adding this. If you click on those uh, bundles, it actually has a little thing where you can click preview, and it has like a video that runs through. You know, it'll show like on entrance animation, and then like when you play minion animation, you know, or that the like animation that it does, right? And then. You know, if you attack, it'll show that little animation. It'll run through the emotes as well. Uh, I know that's something that we've always talked about or people have been curious. Is like, but what are the emotes? Like, what are the voice lines? And um, there's there's in-game, like, an, you know, a preview little video that showcases all of that. So I think that's really cool that they've added that with these legendary skins and bundles. Like, Yeah, that is know. nice to include. Yeah. It's just a little bit more like transparency on what you actually are getting if you're paying money for it. Yeah, it is definitely a very cool and like it's it's really freaking cool like how much how much the portraits move and like everything that comes along with it. So like it yeah, like you said if you're on the fence, go check out the uh the bundle in the shop and you can preview everything that comes with it. So um, they have a few other bundles in the shop. They have a few diamond cards they're selling. Sourfang, Sour Lothamar, Lady Death Whisper. So, like, they're really, they're really going ham into the, uh, the cosmetics this time around. So, very cool to see. Okay. Uh, speaking of, uh, cosmetics, Celestion posted, uh, about feedback slash changes coming for signature cards so this is a, a quite a forum post he made so like i said uh, again we will be posting this in the um in the show notes so if you want to check it out he says a lot um about what they're going to be looking at um for the uh signature cards in the future so 
it's kind of hard to sum it up in a very short time frame. So I'll just say, go check it out and uh, read what he has to say. So, all right. So that's it for the news. So Dragon, you want to hit the uh, the tournament section? Yes, yes. Let's talk about uh, tournaments or the tournament, really, because the World Championship is happening this coming weekend, December 18th through the 16th. It's got that $500,000 prize pool for those 16 players that are competing. Uh, the broadcast each day will, however, be starting at 3 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, so for those of us like <laughs> in Canada, the U.S., Latin America, uh, very, very late or early, depending on how you look at that uh, start times. <laughs> so uh, not sure how much I will be able to catch live, but definitely will be checking that out. Uh, the post as well. Uh, again, yeah, we'll, we'll always have this stuff linked, but uh, they did mention that there's YouTube drops available, not Twitch drops, though. It only specifies about... Uh, YouTube drops specifically so there will be those you can get uh, a couple of packs to March of the Lich King packs specifically uh, by watching two hours for the first one and then an additional two hours for the second one just cumulative throughout the weekend so you don't have to watch it all like you know two or four hour in chunks you can watch it uh, just throughout the weekend so um, it's it's gonna be obviously this is the world championship so you know, kind of the biggest event of the year. Uh, I'm sure they'll also probably be announcing a lot of stuff for next year's competitive scene. So, you know, if you are going to catch any of like one tournament, like this is probably the one you want to, you want to watch. Um, the one thing that I know has been definitely talked about and mentioned a lot on social media that I saw is they are doing something a little bit different for this event. And that is, uh, a slight adjustment in the format. Now it is the format of the four deck best of five conquest with a ban. So for those who don't know, it is, you bring basically one deck for four different classes, right? So you'd bring like a mage hunter, druid and shaman or something. I'm just listing four, And then you ban each player bans one from their opponents. And then with Conquest, the players have to get a win with each of the three decks that's left that didn't get banned. Uh, but, however, this time, these players have a restriction that they cannot ban the new Death Knight class. Really interesting. This is the first time I think I've ever seen them do anything like this. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's definitely caused a lot of, like, commotion and stuff on social media. Um, a lot of the arguments I've seen are, you know, that it seems like a really weird and bad ruling and that they're only doing it for like the publicity of the new class. Then I've seen the argument that, oh, well, Death Knight sucks anyways. So like people like the players aren't even <laughs> going to bring it. So it's irrelevant. And, uh, so it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll end up seeing, you know, see what happens. I can see, I, I did see, a, I think an argument where, uh, Maybe the players can use that to their advantage if they feel like they have a strong Death Knight deck that maybe counters certain things, that they can bring that. So it does force their opponent to have to choose one of the other three things to be banned, and that is, at, you know, off limits. I don't know, though. I, I don't really know, like, how 
viable that kind of strategy will be. So really interested to see like what the lineups end up being and, and strategies there. And if anybody tries to build a lineup with death Knight specifically to like bait another <laughs> ban or something, I don't, again, I don't know, but this is, it's just a really weird thing. I don't know if we really got like an explanation or reasoning, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's gotta be, I mean, it's, it's the publicity. It's, it's too close to the set releasing. They want to show off their new, um, you know, class. So they're, they are saying you can't ban it. So it's like, it's, it feels like a crutch if you bring Death Knight then, because then one of your other decks is going to definitely be banned so like I don't know. It feels really weird and odd that this is a, what's happening, but I don't I I don't know that I would bring Death Knight in that case, but I'm also not a world class Hearthstone player, so <laughs> I was gonna say I, I hate yeah. to be on the side of the giant corporation, but like I can imagine that viewers would like to see how the best of the best play their Death Knight decks. And I imagine, however, if you were a player in that, that you would want to ban Death Knight because it's something that you're not as familiar with. And so, like, I hate it, but I also kind of understand it. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I for know. me, I was, I'm just like, well, they had the whole Death Knight, like, you know, featured stream where they like it was a two-day promotional thing where players only played death knight so like i'm kind of looking at it as like well wasn't that their death knight promotional thing like you know but they're bringing that into specifically the world championship where i mean is the world championship bringing in new audience or is it only going to be audience that is already kind of invested and and is aware that the world championship is happening maybe like a little bit of new audience but i don't know it's just it's a really interesting thing and again this is like the first time that we've ever seen something like this so it's really hard to say definitively like they only did this to promote death knight because i don't know if that's necessarily true either so like maybe there's a little bit of something else going on or Maybe it is like a promotional thing, but I mean, I don't know. I it kind of feels like it, but like you said, this. But to be fair, we've never had a class. This is only the second class that's been added to the game, and this is the only class that's been added to the game right before Worlds. So, I, I, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely not my, um. Uh, it's definitely not my, uh, area of expertise and I, I'm not even necessarily against it. I just, I'm just like, it is an odd choice. I think so. I hope, yeah. I hope it, I hope they get what they want out of it. So is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm just real curious to see if it actually kind of backfires. Because if they're using that as, like, a promotional, they want these competitors to play Death Knight and show off the Death Knights. If they have this ruling and it actually causes players to not bring Death Knight at all, then, like, then they're showing off the new class 
even less. So, like, I don't know. It it feels just like, like you said, it, it feels very odd. And I, I just, I'm I'm not immediately saying this is terrible. Like they shouldn't do this. And I I don't necessarily think it's a good thing either. It just it feels weird, and I don't honestly know how to feel about it. It feels weird because it's like it it's definitely one of those things where it's like. If someone brings Death Knight or if Death Knight seems like it's going to be brought by a lot of people, it's like, okay, well, I just target Death Knight. Like, I target Death Knight as hard as humanly possible, and I try and beat Death Knight with all my decks. So, I mean, when you know you have to play against one class, that's the thing, right? It's like, you 100% know you if there's Death Knight, you're playing against Death Knight multiple times so i don't know (laughs) i don't know you have any other thoughts farms uh no i'm just like listening to your guys's because (laughs) obviously the tournament isn't something that like i'm super familiar with um i so like me personally i would like to see death knight played by like the super experienced i think when you brought up like the death knight thing that they had earlier that was only death knight versus death knight and that's not how sure. standard goes. Um, yeah. But also, I guess I'm kind of surprised when this like segues into our, you know, just more general point of what's going on in the meta. Death Knights are not nearly as strong as I thought they were going to be for it being new. Like, I just assumed that they would make that hella powerful and do the nerfs that they needed when they needed to. And I'm I'm kind of shocked, and I hope they, like make it better because I was really looking forward to that like crazy time where Death Knight's like OP and um I mean that wouldn't be great for the tournament then for how it goes but I don't know man I'm kind of sad so I think we touched on this a little bit when you were kind of filling in uh (laughs) so it's interesting because uh so like Kat said This is the second uh, class that they've added. The first time they added a new class, they did exactly what you said. They made it like super OP and it was literally so (laughs) overpowered that they nerfed like three of us cards the first day, like a couple Mm -hmm. hours after the expansion launched. They hot fixed it. They hot fixed it. So (laughs) in present, in prison, Etten and Skull of Gul'dan looked like they just costed more. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah, that's that's definitely one of those things where it's like, oh, okay. So, yeah, <laughs> we understand like, so, like, you guys. Overshot it, but like this time, it doesn't feel like they shot it enough. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's that the, the right wording. I, I like, was gonna say, I think yeah. like when the updates come out, I really hope there is at least a little boost to um, some of the Death Knight class stuff. I would personally love to see them just try out for like a weekend or so um the hero power uh bringing two one one goals in charge or making that a two one or just like something i right it's it's crazy it'd be awful but it would be so much fun (laughs) and it's like a way to improve the overall um uh class without having to fix a ton of different little cards but that might make it two way too powerful then 
I mean, Paladin only gets one 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 minion, and it doesn't even have charge, and and they don't collect corpses. So, <laughs> I you understand that, but yeah, the Paladin cards are catered to making Silverhand recruits better, and so hmm. you can get things that have like permanent effects on your Silverhand recruits, like Divine Shield. You don't really get that in Death Knight as of now. You can That's spend fair. them, but they themselves never get better. Okay, that's fair. So. I also live yeah, for the chaos. I understand you guys like, I, are not <laughs> fans of this. No, no, I, Death Knight was the class, like, I am the most excited for. So, like, I, I would very much like to see Death Knight in a better place. So, don't get me wrong. I would like to see Death Knight doing better. <laughs> Okay. So, like, I am 100% on board for better Death Knight cards, because that's what I want to play, and I'm kind of sad that it's not, like, all over the place, like Demon Hunter was on, like, the first, like, three or four weeks, like, Demon Hunter, it was just aggro Demon Hunter everywhere, so, um, so, yeah, I'm with you, I'd like to see Demon Hunter buffed up, we'll see. Um, I would imagine if they're not happy with the Demon Hunter perform or the uh, uh, Death Knight performance, those are probably going to be cards that will get buffed. Um, come uh, balance changes in the in the two week period. Yeah. I'm kind of interested to see how it performs after rotation as well, uh, and and see. But yeah. you know, maybe there's a card or a couple of cards in the mini set and or the next expansion that are going to raise Death Knights up a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like, uh, I think we were talking before we started recording that it's like, we definitely don't envy and we don't want to pretend that we know what is the absolute like best or correct choice or whatever when it comes to, to balance and actually making the game because we definitely don't. We just we just play the game a lot and like to talk about stuff. <laughs> but it, definitely like yeah, the developers exactly. are doing a great job and like yes. they're um uh like playtesting stuff. I trust them. I also just know that I live for the chaos. So like I can't bring you a balanced <laughs> yeah. thing. However, I can bring you ideas that are like, ooh, what if we did this? Because it's kind of chaotic and it'd be fun. <laughs> it would be fun. That's for sure. <laughs> so, so what have you, what has everyone been playing since the set went live last week? Dragon Rider, how about you? Yes, yes. Perfectly timed as my mouth was full of coffee. <laughs> um, I okay. Sorry. So, no, that's okay. That's okay. Um, it's it's been interesting. So usually uh, the first couple of days, it depends on like how I'm feeling. But the first couple of days, I I really try to just not really look at other people's deck lists. I try to just make my own stuff and see how it's going. And I was having so much fun. I found. I, I tested a lot of stuff the first, like, day, especially. I just played, like, six different things. Um, but days, like, two, three, four of the expansion, I was playing and tweaking my own. It was a Renathal Death Rattle Warlock. 
Okay, with some of the new, like, uh, yeah, some of the new undead stuff and, like, the top end and using that slime. You play that on turn five, and, you know, it has the battle cry of discarding one of your undeads, and then when it dies, it summons it. Uh, that was so much fun. There were some really cool combos that I got to do. It didn't, like, it was performing about 50% or just under for me, but to be fair, at that point as well, uh, one of its or like its worst matchup was that spitter hunter, which then got nerfed. Yeah. So, like you know, but still, it was it was performing about fifty fifty. But it was super fun. Uh, so I was really enjoying that. So I was playing that. Um, again, I tried a couple of other decks, like just handful of games here and there, some like aggro death rattle shaman thing. Uh, tried some dragon paladin. Uh, and then I was trying, I think maybe it was like Baby Bear's List or something. I'm not sure what she was running, but there's like, there's like a Renathal Dragon Control Paladin deck that, okay. that's going. I found the list on HS Replay. I was playing that today. That actually felt pretty good. Uh, I'm glad that your dragons are working out. I was very excited. I know. I know. God, Time Warden is my favorite. Oh, it's so good. Um, but that's what I've been playing. I've kind of steered away so far from playing... Uh, what I feel like everybody else is playing with like the rogues and druids and um, demon hunter. I think there's been a lot of like quest demon hunter and stuff popping up. I've kind of just been playing what I want to play <laughs> until I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to play like quote unquote real decks now. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing, but I've been enjoying it. I've been having fun. I honestly don't get the quest demon hunter. I, I honestly don't understand it. I have played against it multiple times and I'm like, you complete the quest when you have like five cards left in your deck. Like what, what? Like there's a reason no one, the people stopped playing that quest because glide went away. <laughs> glide I was, was say, like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem to be working particular yeah. or at least when i've played against it but like it might just be the particular decks that i've been playing uh yeah. so i understand the confusion about like demon hunter still but so I, I think demon hunter is good like i think like the uh, um yeah. the uh scythe deck um is performing well but like the quest version i'm like i don't understand what's going on here I think the big advantage is people are using the relics in that. So they're able to kind of, and it's I think it's only a 30 card deck, right? So they kind of cycle through their cards really fast, but with the relics in there, they're able to create some pretty big boards pretty quickly with the, okay. the relic of phantasms and using yeah. the, the relic vault to put, you know, four bodies out at once mm -hmm. uh, because they draw so many cards and get that all online so fast. Like I was playing against a couple of today and it's like turn, you know, turn four and they put out two five fives and two six sixes. Like that's a lot of stats, you know, pretty early. So uh, it ends up not like the, the games that I played against it at least. Um, and then they can kind of close out with Jace or do whatever. But it felt like that's how they were winning the game and not like actually getting to the the quest completion and and getting discounted cards. But if they get that to that point, then again, they can do the same thing with the, the relics. They can clear your board and develop a huge board, like all in one swing. Okay. Yeah. And that I, makes sense. And yeah. Oh, sorry. It would just, 
That sounds fun. And so I understand the draw of doing something like that without necessarily having it be a guaranteed win. I will certainly play decks that when it pops off, it pops off like perfectly and I love it and everything comes together. Um, so I understand sticking with it, even if it's not doing the best as a whole. So what have you been playing, Smarms? So I stuck with um, Death Knight for the first few days. I really enjoyed Death Knight. The issue that I was having with it is the games would go on so long. And it's like, this is longer than a Battlegrounds game. Like for this one game of uh, Death Knight. So I did love Blood Death Knight. It was hit or miss on whether it was working um, for me. But then I kind of, I tried out the um, shock spitter after the, you know, fifth time I died to it. I'm like, all right, I guess I need to give this a go. It seems to be working really well. And then like, you know, next day, nerf. So um, after that, I've been doing some Imp Warlock and um, some of the the rogue stuff um i've really been enjoying mm -hmm. rogue rogue is in a class that like i've previously really been into but it's kind of fun i've definitely had to it's been a sharp learning curve just to understand how rogue works and then how this deck works on top of rogue um but it's been a lot of fun i think i'm doing the opposite of what dragon rider is doing as far as like i am playing the popular decks as soon as they become popular and it's like instantly <laughs> I need that instant fulfillment. <laughs> so that's understandable. That's that's totally completely fair. yeah. That's completely fine. Like and, and also to be fair, I did that for a long time too. I think more recently though, like I just shifted and I I wanted to become a better deck builder. So I kind of challenged myself to just make my own stuff for the first like handful of days and then go back <laughs> to playing the decks that everybody else figured out. I understand that. My issue was I decided like, oh, I'll mainly climb when the new stuff comes out. And so to be down in like silver, you know, trying to make these 45 minute games win, it's like, all right, I just need something that's going to work pretty quickly. Get me through some stuff so I don't have to start next month off with like zero stars. That's fair. So... <laughs> I have been playing, um, I, the first couple of days I just played Blood Death Knight just because, yeah, that's what I wanted to play. I love Death Knight. So, um, then I started playing just a bunch of other random stuff and then I was playing just Ramp Druid because Ramp Druid's good and, uh, I kind of got sick of losing to Ramp Druid and <laughs> then, um, I switched to uh, Death Rattle Rogue today because I just kept getting beaten by uh, that that Rogue deck, and it's just it's uh, infuriating how like <laughs> I play that deck, and it's like you know sometimes I draw a nice curve, but like apparently my opponent just because they're playing against me, they always get the 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 graveyard on three into uh oh. swift scale to smoke screen on four and then they just yeah. start popping off like real hard after that it's just like i don't it know how it, like, yeah 
a rush to play those exact things that you need. And I'm glad to see that I'm not the only one that picks decks based on what I've been dying to. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, I've died to this too many times. Moving on to what's killing me. <laughs> That's like the revenge deck choice. Like, okay, you know what? Like, all right, someone was beating the crap out of me with this deck. I'm going to do it to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's such a good way to phrase that. Yeah, it's it's extremely accurate. <laughs> So it's, it's, it's been, so yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing. Um, just because like ramp druid can kind of hang in there against some of this stuff, but like, man, it's, uh, it's been frustrating to lose to the, to that, um, (laughs) to the, uh, uh, rogue deck. And I'm just like, and then it's just one of those because it plays exactly like how Mind Rogue was playing beforehand with just all burst damage, it, it, with no like burst damage, just all board presence and like recursion like that. So like, I'm very familiar with how the deck is supposed to play and how it's supposed to function. It's just it's uh, it's been interesting. Like I, I didn't think some of those cards were going to be. Um, that worthwhile, but that Scourge Illusionist with, um, sketchy information, uh, with, you know, like, Graveyard Up is kind of ridiculous. Like, you can put out five eights for basically free, um, really, really, really quickly, and it's just like, Oh, I don't know. It it becomes very hard to deal with very quickly and it just gets out of hand. So, yeah. It's like, logically, I know that this isn't the most balanced thing, yada, yada. However, it has made it so much fun to play because you're right. If you get the right cards at the right time, you can pop off so quickly. But even if you don't get the exact right cards, there's still some like ways that you can make it work. And so it doesn't feel as um just like there's no point like with like murloc shaman there's no point if you don't get it by a certain time whereas like this one like i can kind of make it work in different ways so yeah it's kind of interesting to think about the decks and like yeah we can we can um talk about what's been surprising too but i'm feeling like the meta is moving in a direction of like big swing turns Think about mm-hmm. we talked about that Druid deck earlier, right? That like it saves up all of its resources and goes for that big swing turn, the big OTK of of dropping uh Bran and then a Nubarak and then things like Denathrius and the Astalor to deal a bunch of damage. You have several different rogue decks that go for those the big swing turns, like you were just talking about, the big swings of a bunch of death rattle stuff or a bunch of eight eights and then like the ghouls that you know (laughs) create all that all those synergies or even the other rogue of playing a bunch of stuff and going for the big stealth minions and big draco weapon Uh, i think even the the quest demon hunter that we were talking about kind of does that you know i was talking about with the the relics right going for a bunch of draw on one turn that discounts stuff and then being able to just kind of spit out a bunch of cards all in the same turn. So we've seen this in the past um, and it's hit or miss if people like enjoy that or feel frustrated by it. So I'm not sure how long this style of meta will last or if we'll change to something else. Uh, But that that's kind of the meta that it feels like we're, 
we're pivoting into. I just, so like the other thing that kind of throws me off about the meta too is like, um, watching a rogue get a 14-3 dagger on turn four or spawning uh, 10-10 on turn three. Like, um, that doesn't seem okay. Cause like, it's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, what am I, so how am I supposed to respond in any reasonable facsimile of like, like what deck beats a 10-10 on turn four? Or turn three, or like a giant frickin' weapon, um, on on again turn four. Like who? I don't get who or what I'm supposed to do with the you know that information. It's like how am I supposed to remotely hang in there against this when, um, there's just a giant frickin' weapon here and like. It's or like there's like multiple um, stealth minions, and I understand that's not doesn't happen any time, like every time. But like, like I kind of feel like, well, you guys took Edwin out of the game for. I feel like you took him out of the game for a reason, and like then you put other Edwin esque effects in Rogue, and it's just like. I, and I'm not talking about the death rattle stuff. Like I'm just talking about straight. Like you can respond to the death rattle stuff. Like there's a chance you can respond to the death rattle stuff. I don't know how you're supposed to beat a fourteen three dagger on the fourth rogue's turn. Like I don't understand like what I'm supposed to do there. Um, and like they spend like forty cards with four mana. Like I don't like. That's I, that's where I've been frustrated. It's just, I'm like, I had multiple games in a row. I had at least three games in a row against Miracle Rogue that they spawned a 10-10 on turn three. And it's like, I did, even with a Renathal deck, like that 40 health evaporates real fucking quickly when you have a 10-10 on the board that I can't interact with until it hits me in the face, so... Yeah, and I understand the frustration. I think it like it doesn't feel very, I don't know, like standardized or uh, consistent. There we go. But the the thing is, like, for I imagine a lot of casual players, they like the if mm-hmm. they get to sometimes benefit from the chaos, then you know they feel like it's better to have that rather than like very consistent planned against things but that might just be you know my chaos gremlin opinion coming in because i imagine that those rogue decks even though like they sucked right then that as a whole they don't actually pop off that consistently but i might be wrong i've only played against a few miracle rogues and um i think it was like hit or miss whether they were able to get the right stuff out in time it's definitely it definitely can miss and that's for sure like i just don't it feels like it hits too consistently for my liking okay that's (laughs) fair and that's where i'm like i don't can can this not but that might just be um 
my own like confirmation bias. So like I will admit that like it could just be how I'm feeling right now after having it happen to me multiple times in in a day, but like also I'm like it 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 seems a little too consistent. Like it's like I I've played the deck and I understand that that's not something that happens consistently. So, but it's just frustrating to have it happen to you multiple times and just like like there's something that literally there is no answer for and i'm like you guys took edwin out of the game for this reason so like why are these like edwin style like if i high roll and draw my cards like exactly right it's just a win like and i'm struggling to think of something else that's just like did I draw my correct cards at the beginning of the game? And there's no answer for what I'm doing. Like there's seems like there's other answers for like, you know, an aggressive deck. If they draw very well, like there's like, Oh, okay. Well, there's things you can do there and there's ways you can respond. But like the rogue is just like, I, I don't know how I respond to this. Like, I don't, what am I supposed to do here? So. Yeah. It's definitely something that's popped up in conversations a lot for sure. So going to be interesting to see if they make any changes or what changes they do make to rogue. Um, but I guess, <laughs> I don't know if we should, if we should list rogue, maybe it's, it's surprising, but let's just mention real quickly. Like if there was any decks so far or any like specific cards that have surprised you that either aren't showing up or or are showing up either way like how, how do you feel about that smarms um so my thing is like i'm surprised on some of the um decks where because of how everything's like shaken out where it's not any of the new stuff that is making them incredibly good it's just what's going around is making that like it's surprising so one of the things that i can think of is like big spell mage you don't really add a lot of new stuff to it to make it work as like it works fine as old big spell mage um so i guess i'm kind of surprised on that with that hasn't really been my experience in like previous um you know releases but i will say i am not the expert on releases i've only recently started paying my attention to them so um, and then as far as like, I am kind of surprised about, um, I don't know, like Rogue doing as well as it did, because I didn't think any of the cards were particularly strong, but it turns out when they work in concert, they work really well. Yeah, I'm like, I knew Rogue was going to be good, but like, I didn't expect the the death rattle package to be as impactful as it's is it's turning out to be right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I didn't see the ghoul coming um as being something as powerful as it is and the uh the scourge illusionist um which is the 4 mana 4/4 four, four death rattle draw a copy of a card in your deck make it cost four less and it's a four four so like all of a sudden like with a shatter shambler like and sketchy information 
sketchy information only draws one card in that deck and that's scourge illusionist and that gives you access to a very powerful set of tools whether it's invincible the uh burning blade acolyte or the the ghoul so like um it's a very it's a very powerful combination and anything anytime you double a battle cry or a death rattle like the effect shoots up um but like what has surprised me the one the, like the the common card the uh the two mana two four that discovers a spell um in it costs two less if an undead has died in the past turn like in your since your opponent's last turn i forgot what the card's called and i was looking for it but i don't seem to uh you guys know what i'm the, talking about right i I, I know the card i can't i never remember the name of anything it's a uh, it's the un it's the two mana two four or is it three mana two four that summons a or you discover a spell it's got to be a three mana two four um that discovers a spell and it costs two less if you had a friendly undead die since your opponent's last turn oh yeah i don't oh nerubian vizier there we go there you go i was like i can see the artwork in my head i I knew i i could too and i was like i just i don't remember but like yes that that card has uh popped up in a lot of different places and it's it's definitely cool it's it's another discover effect which as we have seen especially when you've got a class that has some access to some really powerful spells just giving you a uh a body that discovers another spell is is quite good a lot of the time so like that card surprised me um i honestly i didn't think invincible was gonna see play i didn't think invincible like the effect was like it's like okay it's a powerful effect it's it's very dread steedy as it is like you know it's referencing i mean it's it's kind of uh, the the legendary dreadsteed um or bone bear bone bear is the card i'm thinking of that dreadsteed bone bear it's like the updated like one of a kind bone bear um but uh i i didn't think the undead tag was going to be common enough that there would be multiple decks that would be running it Oh, the other thing I've been seeing very recently since Druid uh, seemed, seems to have gotten nerfed, it's uh, Lothamar. Lothamar has been being run. I've seen it being run in multiple decks, and I'm like, I'm still not impressed with it. <laughs> I It just, it, it, it feels like, eh. But I, I think they they took out either they took out Denathrius or they're going at things a different way since the Denathrius nerf. So like, I didn't expect that card to literally. I thought that was just a meme, and I still think it might be. But like, if you can play it early enough, then like, eh, it's a maybe meme that sometimes works out. Yeah, exactly. It's it's. <laughs> Every it was a, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, 
Okay, Dragon Rider, what about you? What has what has surprised you so far? Um I you know, honestly, I think I'm a little surprised how quickly Death Knights did kind of fall off. Because uh, I, I guess maybe I'm still thinking of like, you know, the experiences of when they released the last class. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Demon Hunter. How that was everywhere for a while. Uh, so I, I'm kind of surprised like how quickly Death Knights have fallen off. Um, in terms of specific cards, like, yeah, the, the, I can never remember the name of these. Gosh, I'm struggling. Uh, that, that four, four death rattle thing in rogue, like that threw me off. Cause Scourge, I didn't think that was Scourge illusionist. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Like I didn't think that one was going to be all that great. Um, I was like, well, okay, like, what do you want to do with that? But turns out, oh, uh, yeah, you so there's, there's some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's when um, you when you can draw it with sketchy information and yeah. trigger it. Yeah. Like, that's that's what does it. Like, it's that card's not that great until you can draw and trigger it with sketchy information. And then all of a sudden, it goes nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I think otherwise, though, I was really surprised, I think, at uh, how consistent and how good Astalora is. Oh, I yeah. I think it's actually been, it's been really solid. And, like, it kind of is, it, it it does kind of feel like the cheaper, easier to do Denathrius, but it doesn't have lifesteal, uh, you know, so there's that. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know, I... I I've been kind of surprised at just how consistent or how good that has felt so far. Yeah, it is surprising that that's the, like, really strong card, because it seems so meh. I don't know, at least to me on the surface. And then to have that come out, like, swinging really hard. Um, yeah. It's kind of wild. It's, 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 you know, two damage five armor and then 16 damage if you play it on 10 mana crystals druids actively playing multiple eight mana <laughs> uh in in a single turn so it's like 64 damage like so like it it can ramp up pretty quickly especially if you have access to more than 10 mana crystals all of a sudden brand gets in the mix and that's 32 so it goes it goes off the rails real quick on on its power scale so <laughs> yeah uh yeah exactly okay so um so i think that's it for for the main topic and we are just about time to wrap it up so dragon rider do you want to go over this week's or actually smarms this was your poll question why don't yes. you read it this week Okay, so mine was, or the question is, which class has been the most surprisingly fun to play? Uh, Warlock, Rogue, Shaman, or other? And, you know, you can always comment. And I pick those. I have been lambasted by the other two for picking those ones. But those were the ones that I was kind of, like, surprised were doing so well based on, like, just, you know, the first day of stuff and what I was expecting to shake out versus, like, what actually happened. So. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll talk about the results on next week's show 
which you can find on Twitter at Dr3HS. Email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. Follow our top uh, pinned tweet to join the Dr3 Discord. And you can find myself on Twitter at Alkaline underscore cat, K-A-T. I, I guess I've never specified that on the show. It's K, uh, cat with a K, so. And then uh, twitch.tv forward slash Alkaline cat, all one word. Dragon Rider. You can find me on Twitter at Donnie D-K, D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Uh, and then Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, all that good stuff. Dragon Rider T-C-C-G. And we are back in swing now every week uh, chatting about kind of overall all card game news, competitive and topics uh, over at the TCCG Roundtable. And Smarms. So you can find me at both on both Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms. Awesome. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. Who needs only one death rattle effect when you can have, like, five? Boom. <laughs>